Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning in to this Tuesday pod of Born to be a Star. Today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. First off, you're looking in the mirror and you should reflect on where you've been and where you're going. You should also reflect on the power of saying, yes, I can. Yes, you can learn a new language. Yes, you can forgive stupid people. Yes, you can focus on what's important to you. Yes, you can resonate the light. Yes, you can find a new hobby. Yes, you can finish that puzzle. Yes, you can learn how to paint. Yes, you can learn a new language. You can travel. You can buy a new car. You can decide to be a homeowner. You can decide to knit or sew or sing or play an instrument or buy a new bed or a new couch or a new dining room set or paint a wall or play catch with your dog or cuddle up with your kitty on the couch. The moral of the story is yes, you can do any of those things and all of them. We can do them together. We can focus on what's important to us and let everything else go. We can focus on current, now, the future, instead of relishing in the past. And we can be who we are. Yes, we can. Following the yes, we can is to never give up. If you give up on yourself or anyone else halfway through, how are you going to get to the better part of the story? Are you going to get to the better part of the story? Because where's the better part of the story? Isn't it after you persevere through the difficulty? It's typically never when something just happens. Bad things are going to happen. People are going to die. People are going to get sick. You're not going to get that job you thought you were going to get. You're going to have to start at a different point. Somebody's going to trick you into something you didn't see. You're going to have to work around people that you don't understand how they got that job. Or you're going to have to go into a store and deal with the retail nightmare called America. Or the world. Because uh, going into a store could be really annoying. Or dealing with a doctor that's not telling you the problem. Or dealing with a sickness or an illness. Or something that doesn't go your way. Instead of giving up and being negative and miserable and all these things. See the good in the situation. And promote yourself in any way possible. So you can't accomplish these things. You should be saying to yourself, we should be saying to ourselves, yes, we can. No, I'm never going to give up. And finally, why not today? Why not today is the idea of not putting your life on the back burner and not being the person that never gets anything done. Indecisiveness and procrastination is failing. Not getting up and going to get the thing you said you were going to go get is failing. Not being the one that chases their dreams is failing. Not being the one to try something new or to do something everyone else says you can't do is failing. You have to fight very hard to live a good life. It's not easy. It's hard. It's tiring. It's to, It feels like you're losing part of yourself at times. People want to demean you and make you feel like you're less than. It's not always fun. Why not today is getting off of your ass and making decisions and making and, and doing things the way you're supposed to do them. That is why not today. Painting that wall, fixing the dishwasher, plugging up the washing machine in the basement, making sure you're going to the gym, 
making sure you're responding back to your text messages, whether it's your brother, your mom, your sister, your your kid, your husband, whatever. Making sure that you're reliable at your job, even if no one appreciates it, still do it. Because at some point, it's going to matter, right? Why not today? Why not wait for tomorrow? Why not get the thing done that you have all the time in the world to do right now? Now, that's the mantra. Let's get to the headlines. So, the Biden family is under the microscope. Looks like one of the Biden grandkids has to pay a fee of $5,000 to the tax man. Looks like Hunter Biden got caught with cocaine on a photo. And Joe Biden's brother used his name so he could get paid to uh, do something with a hospital that ended up going under. That's the latest news, but we all know Joe Biden's corrupt. Outside of the fact that Joe Biden is corrupt, um, the weirdo that's on a Navy ship with a wig that's clearly a man is telling people about climate and black people during Black History Month, of course. And uh, Kamala Harris is yet again embarrassing herself, claiming that she's a black woman when she's 0.5% or 1% or I don't even know. Um, She's embarrassing altogether, right? Um, Trump had a rally today, or tonight. I missed it because I was at the gym. But um, it was very interesting. I haven't listened to it yet, so I don't want to tell you if I like it or not. But um, it's clear to anyone with eyes and ears that Nikki Haley is not resonating with the people. I, I'm I'm not going to compare her to Tim Scott and Vivek because I really do think that they both did a great job. But I, but I am going to compare her to like people at the beginning of the conversation, the uh, the the past. Um, Mike Pence, the other elderly guy that ran at the beginning of it. (laughs) She is anti-Trump, and her messaging doesn't make any sense. Not just that, but she's a fraud, and everybody knows it, and she can't hide. We're going to talk about that in a moment. We have a lot to talk about when it comes to Nikki Haley. But I also want to bring up the fact that colleges need to pay for their false propaganda and no one should be unwilling to call them out for it the education in the world but specifically the United States of America has just gotten worse every day every second every minute every hour Kids are not reading at grade level. Kids don't know math. They don't know history. They don't buy. They don't know biology. They don't know shit. They cannot talk to each other. And I talk about this all the time. But earlier, I had a conversation with my coach, not coach, my mentor, um, someone involved in my career. I'm I'm so lucky to have her, and she said to me. You have a lot of potential, star. Don't let others take you away from who you are. Don't let others distract you from what you want to accomplish. You're going to be able to do a lot of amazing things because you have the energy and you have the drive. And don't let anybody stop you. And it was just really amazing to hear that. 
because lately I've just been feeling like the world is ending and everything happens and no one's reliable or responsible or cares about their job. And I don't know how people work at jobs anymore. Like, if you're late more than three times, shouldn't you be fucking fired? I'm confused. I don't understand that at all. But okay. There's clearly a disconnection between corporate America and people and the work-life balance doesn't exist anymore and that is the connection between education and reality you don't necessarily need to go to college anymore to get a job and if you did go to college then you have something instilled in your mind that puts you in a different place than everybody else it separates you from the uneducated And I'm not saying that you need to go to education to get a job. You need to go to college to get a job anywhere. But I am saying if you've already been to college, it's already been instilled in you. Not the woke propaganda that I ignored when I was there, but the idea of responsibility, the idea of what it's going to mean to have a job and show up on time and be that person. That's what gets instilled in you. And now the disconnection between education and the student is insane. They just want to drain your brain and fill you up with a bunch of insanity. That's all they care about. Outside of that, um, there's a lot going on in politics right now. They literally hate Trump. And now we're going to get to that part of the conversation. Why do they give Haley airtime? She's losing. She's been losing. She is making shit up for people to pay her attention. And it's embarrassing. And she's been doing that for a long time. She should have called it after Iowa because she didn't win New Hampshire. And she lost to nobody in Nevada. And she's going to South Carolina. And she's down by double digits. So when she fucking loses in South Carolina, what is she going to say then? She is a centrist GOP front runner for the Uniparty, and her talking points are more so Democratic than anything else. And I really don't want to hear people on Fox News or anybody else talk about the fact that she's trying to get the unaffiliated or the independent votes because the shit that she's saying doesn't attract anybody. Why are we still funding Ukraine? She can't answer these questions. Where's your husband? What about all the stuff you've done? Is she really ready for these conversations? She is taking millions of dollars from the war propaganda machine that she's attached to at the hip. And uh, she can't explain that either. Really, she can't. Because she didn't have any money before she started doing that activity. Uh, But there's no explanation there. Uh, There's a lot going on, right? A lot. And honestly, it's sad to watch her go down like this. But funny and hilarious. And I kind of want popcorn and candy. And I want to kind of sit there. I just want to go, you're such an idiot. Oh, my God. What are you doing, man? Like, why is she willingly going to lose? Why didn't she get out of this already? Why isn't anyone telling her that this is not good? I love Wolverine. I love Deadpool. Good for you. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, I don't remember asking. But you know what? Honestly, it's just embarrassing. 
does she not know what a loss is? Because, like, she's, like, one of those basketball players in, like, the college basketball game that's telling the coach that he's going to go back out there and get a three-pointer, and there's five seconds left of the game, and he doesn't have the ball. So, yeah. It happens all the time in NFL, and it happens all the time in NBA probably, and hockey, and a bunch of other shit, too, where the person goes up and they try to shh shoot the shot, and they miss, and boo, they lose. That's what's happening with her, and no one's telling her reality. So I'm just going to sit here every day and make fun of her. I think Trump did an amazing job talking about the most important parts about what's happening in the economy, and they can give him all the cases in the world, but they're not going to be able to stop his movement, and they're not going to be able to stop his message. His message is, look at the economy right now. Look at the world right now. This is what's happening under Joe Biden. Do you want four more years of that? And he should just continuously say that. He should talk about the economy. He should talk about every major city in the United States of America. And he should talk about the fact that the value of the dollar has completely diminished itself. The fact that BlackRock is buying up all the property so no young person, no millennial, can buy a house anymore. And sure, people can buy houses, but they're overpaying for it and they have negative value. That's basically what people are doing. And I know people will argue with me and say, well, at least they have a mortgage and they're not spending their money on a rent. But do you really have a mortgage if you're paying, like, way more for a property than it's worth? Like, you're getting taken to the cleaners. And we've talked about that before. But life with Joe Biden sucks, right? It's Black History Month, and I'm going to talk for black people for a moment. No real black person wants Joe Biden to be the president because their lives have gotten exponentially worse with him as the president. Do you know how many illegal aliens have showed up in their neighborhoods, have taken away resources from their communities, have taken away books or seats in classrooms from their children? Probably a lot. Community service and activities and buildings and things that were supposed to exist for them have been taken away. And a great example of that is Chicago, Los Angeles, New York. They've taken over New York. This is all the Biden administration. There's no one else to blame. I I don't listen to Clinton News Network. I don't have any affiliation to the left of anything. I am not gonna vibe with the Young Turks. Um, I am 100% Republican and I'm 100% conservative and Christian. I believe that there is only one God. His name is Jesus Christ. And you can agree or disagree with me. I'm not saying these things so you come to my side and decide you want to be Catholic. I'm only saying that because I want you to understand that I'm not a person that's looking for hindsight because I already have that. We are living in a world full of hopelessness and confusion and denial and false pretenses, false messaging, misinformation, and bullshit, right? COVID was a lie. Dr. Fauci created it, and they're all full of shit. And I don't want to hear anybody tell me that I need to get a COVID shot. I don't want to hear a fucking thing about that third variation of the flu. Now, my mom's completely, 100% been brainwashed. And I love her, but she's brainwashed. Not just her, a lot of others. 
These motherfuckers are walking around with masks on and the masks don't do anything. It doesn't do anything. And it's sad. It's really sad. But outside of that, why you need to listen to more than one surf? Like, I typically listen to Daily Wire and Fox and Dan Bongino and Dinesh D'Souza and a bunch of others. But you can't just get stuck on one source for news. You really got to dig and find your own information. How long can the U.S. support Ukraine? I mean, we can't give them all our weapons and all our money. It's, they've lost. It's over. Time to time to put the funds back where they belong in America. The overpriced houses are just creating the environment I told you about earlier. BlackRock is buying the houses, turning them into three families, and having people rent them out. There is no more American dream. That is dead. Moving on from the no media allowed, let's get to the main part of the conversation. Loving your family is important. Ensure your family isn't necessarily going to be what you dreamed of. Everybody's going to have their flaws. Uh, Your mom might get on your last nerve. Your dad might be annoying. Your brothers might irritate you because if you have brothers, they probably do irritate you. I have four of them. I'm very lucky. Um, Brian, Todd... Uh, Don, Three, and John, Um, and um, I love all of them. They're all different. They're all unique, and they're all my brothers, and I'm very grateful for all of them. Um, I'm a very lucky girl to have four brothers, and they're all big brothers, so I I feel like I never have to worry. I feel like I always have someone to watch out for me. Uh, Your family isn't necessarily the way you want them to be all the time. I'm a person that loves political science and politics and knowing what's happening in reality. Uh, Obviously, if I'm a Trump follower and I'm a Trumpian, that means I'm very up to date on information. There's a large majority of my family which probably disagrees with me. When I go to family events and we start talking about politics, people start to get mad at me. It's likely they're getting mad at me because they're incompetent and they don't understand reality. And I'm not going to tell them that because I'm a nice person. But in reality, if you're siding with any Democrat and you're not paying attention to what's happening, then you're just a bewildering fool, right? Like you're not actually listening to what I'm saying. You're just disagreeing with me because you don't like the fact that I'm saying I'm Republican. But you don't understand why I'm Republican. You don't understand why I'm conservative. And you're making fun of me because I'm Catholic. Sometimes that's what happens in your family, or sometimes you have a lot of hypocrisy in your family, or you have one person doing one thing, and then another person can't call it out, or people make stupid decisions, and then they have to live with them. Like, your family is your family, so just love them. Everybody's different in their own way, and no one is the same. I love my family regardless if I agree or disagree with them. I talk to my mom multiple times a day. I talk to my brothers every day. I I love my family, and they know I love them, and I know they love me. So if you are lucky enough to have your mom and your dad alive and your family members that you are closely related to, like your inner circle, take advantage of that and spend as much time as you can with them because you never know when the aliens are going to come down and suck us up into those space machines. Quality time. You should be trying to spend quality time with your husband, your wife, your friends, yourself, your pets, 
quality time is essential because quality time is a time that you're spending that's not based off of anything. It's just together time. And that is definitely essential to happiness. And that is definitely essential to development and growth and prosperation and success. Quality time is is one of the most important things that you can have with somebody that you love. Have you been to a pawn shop? I think I've been to like one, but like I used to watch Pawn Kings and all these like pawn shows on TV. And I just feel like, I do think that pawn shops are cool, but I don't really think I have a reason to go in one. Like, first of all, I don't have anything I want to sell. And second of all, if I was going to sell it, I wouldn't go into a pawn shop. I feel like what reason would I have to go into a pawn shop? I don't really have one. I don't want their shitty TVs. I don't want their crappy laptops. It's like there's nothing in there that I need. Like if I want something, I'll just go buy it or save for it until I can buy it. I don't know. Does that make sense? I think it does. Next part of our conversation. Are consignment stores the same as thrift stores? Yeah. Now, I had this conversation. I have these conversations all the time about thrifting. I love thrifting. I don't like spending a ridiculous amount of money on clothes if I don't want to. There's Poshmark. There's Real Real. There's Savers. There's Goodwill. There's a thrift store. There's a bunch of consignment stores online. There's consignment stores and wherever you live, you just got to go find them. Literally, you could buy nice designer things that aren't at designer prices, right? That's the idea of consignment. And honestly, I brought this point up last week. The majority of stuff that you're going to buy out the store, somebody else touched it. So you're going to have to wash it anyway. So what's the fucking difference? I'd rather save my money and my time and my effort and actually buy shit I actually want to wear instead of buying overpriced crap that's been sitting there in Forever 21 that I'm not really interested in, right? And I used to love H&M and mall, but it got whack. And, like, now I feel like I don't think these stores are for me anymore. Like, Saks Fifth Ave and, like, Nordstrom, that's more my, my level now. So, like... I, and I don't even need to go in Nordstrom. I could just go in a Nordy Club... And find everything I want online and have it delivered to my house. Or if I am going to go to a store, it would be there. Maybe even TJ Maxx or Marshalls. But it wouldn't be the mall. And I do think that mm, consignment stores have definitely changed the way we shop. The hands of time are not something that we can control. And we need to c- come to the conclusion that we can't stop it so if you need to make a decision if you need to change your mind if you need to do something differently do it now because you might not have that opportunity later moving on for the main part of the conversation leave the world behind that 
looks pretty okay. The Guilty Savages. I love that movie. I've seen it many times. Choose or Die. That's a horror movie. I think it's sort of similar to like Scream, but like these friends have to like choose who's gonna die next. I saw the preview. It looked okay. I don't know if I'm in love with it. The Platform Spiderhead. I don't really know. That looks kind of scary. Don't worry, darling. That's leaving Netflix soon, so I need to watch it. Intrusion and the Invitation. I'm still watching uh, Hell's Kitchen 2 and uh, Wrestling. It's Tuesday and NXT came on and I did not watch it. And tomorrow AEW is coming on, so we'll see what happens with that. Moving on from watching, let's get into eating. Healthy Panko Crusted Chicken. May try that. Simple Night. Simple pasta nights. So basically a simple pasta night is you do pasta, you do a sauce, and you do a meat. Mix it all together. You can also add veggies into that. Bomb. Done. Nothing too extensive. Like you go bow tie pasta with meatballs and broccoli. Or you could go rigatoni with chicken and alfredo sauce. And then like asparagus or green beans. You might not even need to put a meat in it if you're trying to go more vegan. So I would also say you could do like a spicy like uh, marinara. So basically you would take jalapenos, put that into the marinara, add some cheese, then add in whatever pasta you want, mix that together, boom. You could add in bread, boom, a salad. These are easy weeknight meals that you can make that are very flavorful, very good, and they don't take a lot of time. Why not make it easy? Next part of the conversation. air fryer chicken tender so you basically take the chicken tenders you dress them in the egg and i would say put some great breadcrumbs on and then put it in the air fryer I do think that you'll be surprised with how good it could taste, but you got to make sure you really do like every step the correct way <coughs> to get the perfect texture from it. Cherry tomato pasta. So you basically take cherry tomatoes, you put them in a pan with some heavy cream and some olive oil and some red pepper flakes. Mix that together. Add in the pasta. Done. You can do that with spaghetti, rigatoni, uh, any noodles. Add it in. Sun-dried tomato skillet sun-dried tomatoes and cheese and sauce and chicken and eat that my friends is the end of this tuesday pod thank you for tuning in to born to be a star and i will see you same place same time tomorrow don't forget your star power is radiant you are the light in the darkness and because of you i can see everything together you me us them they us we are going to change not just this world, but we are going to change the galaxy. We're going to change all of it. This hemisphere, this galaxy, that galaxy, all the galaxies, all the nethers, infinity and beyond. We are stars. I'll see you tomorrow.